We're holding in the introduction of the Maral. And he's now going to explain specifically the concept of the Sechus Ovis. And he brings the Gemara. And the Gemara says, he brings the Omer Beparach Eminiach, which is Baba Kama, Omer Av Yehuda. Man zeboi de mehavi chastido, lekai milad de nezikin. A person who wants to be a chosid, a person who wants to live on a higher level, work on becoming greater, he should be lekayim, he should make sure to fulfill in entirety the milad de which means the of not causing damage to another person. Rava Amar milad de Rava says the person who wants to become a chosid should focus on milad de avos. That's what all the Mishnahis and Pirkei Avos. Va'amar de milad de brachas. And with those who said that the person who wants to become a chosid should perfect himself in the area of saying brachas. So the Gemara gives three opinions as to what the arena that the person who wants to further and develop his avod Hashem should focus on. What's the reason for these three different opinions? Depends on one's care when it comes to Nezikin. In Rav Savish, a chassid is tied to the middle of us. Rav says chassidus stems from a person's adherence to the principles of Avos. The amir of the middle of the brachas, the care one has in saying brachas. So what the moral is going to say is something well known, often quoted in his name, and that is that there are three different areas where a person can work to perfect themselves. This is pretty much the Maral's Chiddush. Normally, we all know the division of Torah into two. Benadim Namakam and Benadim Nechavera. And what the Maral is going to teach us now is that there are really three. There's a third category also. And that is what he calls Benadim Na'atzmai. A person's work on developing themselves. A person's work on overcoming their own Yetzirah. And he says, There are three dimensions to the shlemus that a person can achieve. The one isn't like the other. A person has to work on achieving shlemus in the way he acts towards other people. And he has to work on himself, making himself and perfecting himself to the, the highest level he can. That's what we call the Adam And similarly, in a person's interaction with Hashem, it's also a way for him to work on Shlemus. And therefore, the entire void of a person can fall into one of these three categories. This is going to explain this. So now these are three suggestions which he brought here. holds that the person who wants to be a chassid should work on being mekayim, the dinim of nizikin, which means the care he puts into making sure not to cause harm to another person. And why is that the primary gauge of a person's level of Elam And he says, 
because the Hasidus is based on the fact that no one gets harmed from him. If a person isn't careful about this and he does cause damage to other people, he's not deserving of being called a Hasid. Why? Why is a Hasidus dependent on being careful not to cause harm as opposed to trying to do good and help other people? The morale expands. It doesn't say that chasidus is based on how much chesed a person does or how much stocker a person gives. Even though for sure praiseworthy a person who does do good to his friends, but the end the moral chasidus is there. That doesn't show a level of chasidus. When a person is careful when it comes to zikin, afim ain oys to be a daim club. Not something he's actively doing. But he's careful not that no one else is caused the damage by him. Because he wasn't careful enough. Chasidus isn't a once-off. That a person does something uh, out of the ordinary. A person once act with the Mishra Sadun. Chasidus is the level. And if that's the case, it's a level of constancy. And now the opportunity to do chesed may not always be there. So it's true that a person could do good, could perform mitzvahs of chesed, or tzedakah, when the opportunity arises. But the chesed is the person who is always holding by hakpadam and amrachavere. And that's shown by how careful he is not to cause damage. Because that's always a present possibility. And it's not that he's not causing damage. But it's the concern always that it shouldn't be the result of somebody else causing damage. That's a higher level. And that's a constant thing that a person can be thinking about. They tell a story about Yisrael Salanta. One time he's talking to another Tamil Chachim in learning. And in the middle of the conversation, this other Tamil Chachim was leaning on an umbrella. And the umbrella was slightly at an angle when he was leaning on it. And Rabbi Yisrael stopped him and he said, if your umbrella is at an angle like that, somebody walking past might not notice and trip over it. He said, yes, 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 of course. And he straightened the umbrella that would be directly, so to speak, vertical in front of him. And they continued the conversation. And during the course of the conversation, this man's umbrella started to slide a second time. So it went back into its previous slanted position. And as soon as Rabbi Shal noticed that, he stopped the conversation. And he said, a person is not nizar, not to be a source of damage to somebody else. So I'm not going to be a party to that by continuing this conversation when, you're, when your umbrella is in the way where you should trip someone else. That's the idea of being nizar, the care always that a person isn't doing something which could cause somebody else a damage, which could cause somebody else to get hurt. And the thoughts always about what could a person doing in which way could it affect somebody else? So a person has nizar on that. And he's never the source of a nezek. Not just an activity, but even a grammar, which someone caused through through him. That's the person, according to Rabbi Huda, who is worthy of being called a chassid. According to Rabbi, to be Makayim, the old instructions of Pirkei Avos, Kulaymer, Shikra Chasidus, Ubeze, 
The arena chassidus, which is the Ikra, is the person perfecting himself, which is Vamidus Atovis Mishlemus Atzmai. Developing a person's midlis, overcoming a person's Yetzara, working against a person's bad midlis. That's what makes the person independent uh, in, within himself more shalom. And it doesn't mean necessarily it's affecting somebody else, so much as affecting himself. And therefore, Rabbi says, and Rav holds, therefore, the more important principle of Hasidus is something which a person develops within himself. And that's his control of himself, his own vidus. And then again, that's a constant. The fact that a person's in this position where he's always way attuned to which vidus are working within him, and he's always awake to uh, identify and work against any negative middah, that's a high level of chassidus. And now the third opinion is, and the armory who hold that it's totally in the middle of the brachas, The idea of brachas is explained in one line by, by the Maral, but really the Kuzari and the Maim Rashishi explains it in more richos. And that is the idea of making brachas isn't just an instruction that you can't eat or you can't enjoy anything without a bracha. The concept of making brachas is always giving expression to the way a person's feeling. And therefore a person looks at the world and is overcome with Hashem's chesed. And everything he sees, he wants to give expression to that. And therefore the brachas come as the way to verbalize the Hakaris Atav, to verbalize the all one feels to verbalize the appreciation and everything a person sees, he feels that. Everything he sees is a sign of Hashem's greatness. The In the mountains, in the seas, in the thunder, in the lightning, in the wind. And then a, a person wants to express that feeling by making a bracha or it's through gratitude. Whether it's the, the food we eat the fragrances we smell, the fact that we have bodies are healthy, and a person's always thinking about how much Hashem is doing for him, and then again, the expression for that is the brachas. And therefore, being this at the middle of the brachas isn't just knowing which bracha to say and remembering to say it, it comes with that constant thought of, I'm noticing what you're doing, I'm aware of you. And at every opportunity, I'm going to verbalize with the brachas you've given me to say. And that's the shlemus of Ben Adam That is that a person's living constantly with that recognition of Hashem. Now, even though they're presented as three different opinions, says the Maral, it could be there's no arguments. They're different elements of Avedis Hashem. And each one's telling us uh, about a different arena. A person wouldn't be a real chaser until he's worked on all these three things. Altogether, if a person is shown in both of them, and in both of them, then he's completely shown And this is an important point. The division of Avodah Hashem into three stages. And the Balei Musa uses Lemaisa. We know that often people feel that they want to 
work on bettering themselves, they're therefore looking for something to undertake to do in order to improve. And sometimes people feel that they're going to work on lots of different things simultaneously. And the Baal Musa always advised people not to do that. Too many different uh, Kabbalists is going to lead to a person not achieving. And therefore a person must minimize their Kabbalists. Minimize them to what? So the Baal Musa said that a person should take on one Kabbalah in each of these three areas. One Kabbalah in Adam Lamakam, one Kabbalah in Adam Lachavera, and one Kabbalah in Adam Lamatzmai. That's the maximum. Because that way one isn't interfering with the other. They're working in different, so to speak, arenas. But it's also a minimum. Because a person has to work on all the different parts of himself in order to achieve Shlemus. And if a person only focuses on one area of his development and neglects the others, he's likely to be more unbalanced, so to speak, in the level overall that he's achieving. And therefore, what we've seen from the Skamara is the three levels, or the three areas, I should say, for Hasidus, and particularly the male of Pirkei Ovis, and that is the area where the person is meant to work on the fact that a person is meant to develop themselves and their own minds. And now the morale is going to tell us something deeper. And now the morale is going to say that there's a depth to this as well. There's something of more depth which explains this idea. The three levels to the person. And that is the other person. A person has three parts to themselves as well. The gof, which is the body, and the part of him which interacts with his body. Vanefesh. Vanefesh is what in the terminology we normally refer to as a person's midas, a person's identity, a person's personality. Vaseichel is a person's understanding, a person's mind. And therefore, if we're going to look at these three parts within the person, so which one does each level of chassidus come to complete? And so the Maral explains. The Rav Yehuda Chassidus is Shalem ben Nafshe. A person should be Shalem in his Nefesh. The Nefesh is his, the body or the instincts or the middles which run the way the body works. And why is that Shalemus of his Nefesh? Bzeh. Ki Shmiras Hanizikin Shlayasid Dabara. The Shmirah gives Nizikin he shouldn't do or cause harm. Ki Hanizikin him Raim Lagamre. A Nezek is something which is a cause of bad. No one gains from it. It's not like something a person has pleasure in or a person is going to benefit from. There's no benefit, there's no pleasure which comes out of a nezek. It's not like a virus which a person is tempted to do because he wants the pleasure, he wants the gain. Just to cause damage, no one gains from that. And if nobody's going to gain from it, so what would make a person want to be a vandal, want to be destructive, want to cause harm? So he says, the reason he does that is because Be'atim, in his nefesh, he wants to do bad. He has an affinity for, for harm, for damage, to cause hurt, which is called a nefesh ra. That in his nefesh, so to speak, is a certain cruelty, a certain desire to cause bad, cause damage. 
and therefore we ain't a nizah ben nizikin klal. A person is bichlal not careful about nizikin, but also has it be a daim rechaveret. And even more than that, he actively goes and damages and vandalizes and destroys zeh or nefesh ra. It's a sign that his nefesh enjoys bad. A person whose nefesh is bad looks to do bad. A person whose nefesh is bad looks to do bad. And therefore, that's its own pleasure. He doesn't look to gain from it, but uh, he gets some kind of sinister satisfaction with the fact that he can cause damage. A person who is bad, he, what he enjoys and looks forward to is something which is, causes damage. There's no, there's no other pleasure in it except for that. But because by nature he's bad, he looks to do bad things. He gets a pleasure out of seeing pain or causing damage. And that's for sure the, a kill call, a destruction of a person's nefesh. Marashankin, a person who distances himself from Nizikin, who could never imagine hurting or harming another person, that shows that his, his nefesh by nature is good. He naturally distances himself from doing bad. But therefore, the more a person is careful to distance himself from causing Nazik, causing damage, is how much a person is distancing himself from being Ra. Because that's more al shleimus nafsha she'ena nefeshra. That shows that he's perfected his nefesh. He no longer gets a pleasure, satisfaction out of seeing harm, out of seeing damage. Now the second level is those things which a person does have pleasure in, and therefore yet the appeals to them not because of the bad, but because they think they're going to gain and they're going to enjoy the whatever wrong it is. That's coming from the Yetzer, which looks for pleasure, which looks for satisfaction, enjoyment. That's all part of what the body enjoys. The Midas work in the sense of uh, what a person wants to achieve, wants to benefit, wants to have pleasure from. That's something which is based in the Midas, as opposed to what we said before, and the, the desire to cause Nezek. The fact that a person just wants to cause harm to other people shows he's a bad person, a person who revels in causing damage. And that's that person's nefesh. And therefore, the Rebihuda's opinion that a person who wants to improve their nefesh should build within themselves the anathema for causing damage, the distance from Ra. And then that means that their nefesh is no longer connected to Ra. But when it comes to medicine, when it comes to things a person is going to pleasure from, get pleasure from or enjoy, then it's a different part of the person. That's what we call his Ruch. That's what comes from his Midas. And the Rav made the Ovid Shem Tivrei HaMusa HaMiyasrimus HaGuf Shala Odom Kamoy Shispar Lamalok Yizar Inyin HaMusa and we said in the before in Techachas Chaim is the fact that a person can rein themselves in. A person has a way to work on their own self-control. And that's the concept of Musa. 
And therefore the Chassidus is based on the fact that a person is in control of himself. He is not run by his body. We've often mentioned the marshal of the altar of Kelm. He says that the, the Ovid Hashem is compared to the zookeeper who is walking his lines in the streets and each line is held by a chain. And as long as he's holding onto all the chains, the lions can't cause damage. But if he's going to get distracted and let go of the chains, the lions will run off and who knows what's going to happen. And therefore the idea of being controlling one's midas, and he calls here, is that a person in control of himself. That's the chasidus when it comes to a person's own midas. The cycle of a person's mind can understand that what his person sees that he's gotten or he has received has come from Hashem and therefore the fact that a person's thoughts are focused on Hashem which bring him to Dvekas That connection and therefore that look, one's looking for opportunities always to express his gratitude to Hashem that's the shlemus of the seichel. Many times that Dvekus isn't something physical, Hashem is not a physical thing, but it's in a person's mind, how he connects to Hashem. When a person is always saying brachas, it means that his seichel is looking for connection. That's why he's always expressing that by finding reasons to say brachas. It says, there's more depth to this idea that there's the area of the person's body, his midras and his mind, which is going to explain many times. But what we've learned from it at least is that the chassid is the person who's looking to perfect themselves, who's looking to grow and become greater, has a three-pronged approach. He has to work on, let's say the person in the Maral says, he has to work on how he relates to other people, he has to work on how he's being perfected in himself, he has to work on how he connects to Hashem. Similarly, in the way the Maharal brought in a deeper sense, the person has to work to detach himself from the enjoyments of hearing what other people are suffering or being party to that, because that's just an enjoyment in causing harm, in doing damage. The person has to divest himself from that. And now even the next part, which is the area where a person enjoys or gets pleasure from, the person has to control. That's the Musa. And then lastly, what the person can connect to in his understanding is the Dvekas of Hashem. Really one's brought as Merid the Nezikin, Merid the Brachas, and Merid the Avas. But Pirika Avas has within its examples of all three. In the sayings of the Chachamim and in the instructions to us, we find examples in all three areas. We find examples of how to improve one's Beralun Makam. For example, those Mishnahs which talk about how a person is meant to daven. That's an avoid in Benadim Namakam and how we relate to Hashem. We find those Mishnayas which talk about Benadim Nachaveru. There are many of them. For example, how you should greet somebody else with Seva Ponim Yafis and how you shouldn't be Nichas Tertiv Rechaveru, whatever else it is. And then we find those missions which are in the category of Miridavis, which what the person should do for themselves. It's not going to interfere with how they relate to other people. It doesn't have a direct influence on their Vedas Hashem. 
but it's there to perfect themselves. And that's the Medidavis he's talking about here, which is the third element that a person needs in order to become a Shalik. And like he says, they aren't, they aren't completely independent from each other. A person needs to work on all three in conjunction, so that way his growth is, so to speak, not uh, piecemeal, but it's rather something steady and something which encompasses all parts of him.